0: The story of Eklavya and Dronacharya. These are the, uh, one of the stories from Indian mythology. In ancient India, nearly 5000 years ago, there lived a young Nishada, a tribe of hunters, prince by the name of Eklavya. Nishada prince by the name of Eklavya. Even though he was a hunter by birth, Being the son of chief of hunters in the forests of Hastinapur, he aspired to become a great archer and a brave warrior. He expressed this desire to his father, Father, I want to be an archer and become a disciple of the great Guru Dronacharya, the greatest teacher of the art of archery and the science of warfare in the kingdom. Please give me your blessings before I set out for his Gurukul. Gurukul is a type of a residential school um, where uh, the students were taught many a skill. His father remained silent. Eklavya knew what was bothering his father. He said, Father, I know we are Shudras. Shudras are when they get employment as, uh, you know, doing uh, all types of tasks. Some could be menial too. And uh, because then they don't get very high placed jobs they were out of their employment they were termed as shudras belonging to the hunting tribe but the guru is a wise and learned man please allow me to become his disciple eklavya's father was a kind man and did not wish to refuse his son so he gave his blessings and sent his son on his way eklavya reached the gurukul of guru who was also the royal teacher of the Pandavas and the Kauravas, two princely uh, families. Thrilled at the prospect of finally meeting the guru he had idolized, his eyes eagerly sought out the teacher. He soon spotted him instructing a boy, none other than the Pandava Arjuna. Eklavya went to Drona and folded his hands in greeting, bowing down low to touch the sage's feet. Drona was surprised to see the stranger and asked him, Who are you? O Guru, I am Eklavya, the son of the chief of the Nishada tribe of hunters in the forests of Hastinapur. Please accept me as your humble Shishya and teach me the art of archery and the science of warfare, replied Eklavya. Dronacharya reflected for a minute, then said, Eklavya, if you are a Nishada hunter, Then you are a Shudra, the lowest caste in the kingdom. I am a Brahmin, the highest of castes. All my students are Kshatriyas, the warrior caste. I cannot teach a Shudra boy. The Pandavas stood watching the exchange, encouraged by the Guru's words. Arjuna spoke up Guru Dronacharya as a royal teacher, appointed by the king to train us, the princes of the kingdom. How dare you expect to be taught by him? Leave the Gurukul now. Eklavya was surprised and hurt at the Guru's words and stunned by Arjuna's insult. He was a chief son, yet he had never insulted anyone. He quietly left the Gurukul. Resolute in his determination to learn archery, he went back to the forest. There he built an idol of Guru Dronacharya with mud and placed it in the secluded clearing. Eklavya believed that if he practiced faithfully in front of his guru, he would be able to master the art of archery. So, every morning, he would pray to the idol and practice throughout the day. After years of practicing, he became a skilled archer, even surpassing the best archer in the kingdom, Arjuna. One day, while practicing, a dog started barking some distance away. Its constant barking irritated Eklavya who fired seven arrows in quick succession, filling the dog's mouth without injuring it. The dog was no longer able to bark and roamed around the forest. Thus roaming, the dog reached the Pandavas who were practicing in the forest along with Guru Dronacharya. Drona was amazed to see such a feat of archery. He realized that the only an extremely skilled archer could have done this. He, along with the Pandavas, set out to look for the archer. Soon they came across a young man dressed in a hunter's clothes, practising archery. It was Eklavya. Dronacharya went up to him and asked, "You aim? ''Your aim is remarkable. Who is your teacher?'' ''You, sir,'' replied Eklavya. Dronacharya was stunned. ''How can I be your guru when I have never met you before?'' I am Eklavya, the boy who came to learn archery from you at your Gurukul. After you refused, I came back to the forest and made a mud idol of you. I prayed to you to it every day and with its blessing, I was able to master the skills of archery, replied Eklavya. Arjuna was angry as he was sure of his place as the best archer in the world dronacharya also realized that eklavya had the skills to surpass even arjuna however as the royal teacher eklavya's excellence would put him in a difficult situation as a mere shudra hunter would surpass a kshatriya prince under his tutelage he devised a way out to eklavya he said seeing that you have learned from me you will now have to pay guru dakshina my gift for training you eklavya was overjoyed at this a guru dakshina was the offering made to a teacher when the teacher considered the shishya to have completed his learning he replied i am blessed that you have asked me for guru dakshina i would never refuse anything that you ask dronacharya seized his chance eklavya as guru dakshina you have to give me your right thumb everyone was shocked even arjuna Everyone knew that an archer would never shoot an arrow without his right thumb. Eklavya looked steadily at Dronacharya. He realized the reason behind this demand. Nevertheless, he replied, I will never disobey your wish, sir. I am grateful that you recognized me, your disciple, even though I am a Shudra. Saying this, he took a knife and cut off his right thumb and placed it at his guru's feet. Everyone, including Dronacharya, marvelled at the boy's courage. Dronacharya was humbled and blessed Eklavya. You will be known for the far and wide as a great archer, even without your thumb. Moreover, you will always be remembered as the greatest student ever for your loyalty towards your guru. So saying, Dronacharya and the Panavas left the forest. Eklavya learned to shoot with forefinger and middle finger, and remains an example of the ideal student till today okay now we may be surprised what sort of a guru dakshina that was but many times uh, even uh, whether we seek uh, a guru or we do not at times it happens that uh, mm, we come across situations uh where you know i mean people have some disability okay or they have something lacking than the normal uh, self yet they combat what we have to learn from this story is that how are combated uh with just for even if he had four fingers and the thumb had to be given away yet he did not lose courage and he did not stop practicing and become the best of the best uh, archers so that was the grit and determination so and and in reality we do see i mean uh, mm, mm, individuals, uh, you know, with foot and mouth painting, or, um, uh, you know, they may have an artificial limb, but yet participating in Olympics. And uh, so many, so many situations of this sort, you will hear brave stories of people uh, in the East as well as in the West. And that gives us the hope that even if we were to have something lacking within us or a time comes when everything is gone from you but you still have to uh, you know uh, put yourself back and fight back and you will and where there's a will there's a way so you will succeed if you have the determination to succeed so even if It's like, you know, a glass was full of water and then, you know, the glass becomes empty. You have to refill the glass. So bit by bit, drop by drop, with your courage, with your determination, you can get back with renewed energy and renewed hope. I hope you like the story. Thank you.